Welcome back to week 13 matchups of Pigskin and Laces. We're going to talk about matchups, like I just said, uh, Sarnum and Sidham's new segment we're going to add, and potentially more. Uh, thank you for listening, and hope you enjoy. Uh, first matchup tonight, um, it's the Saints versus Cowboys. I believe, I'm going to say the Saints are definitely going to take that. I don't see the Cowboys really stopping Drew Brees. He's been looking unstoppable. Uh, they're on like a 10-game winning streak, I believe, off their 0-2 start, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see the Cowboys being the ones to stop it, which that leads to the divisions too. That leads uh, that division wide open for Eagles or Redskins. Yeah, yeah, like you said, with the Saints being virtually unstoppable. I think the Cowboys, they can put up a fight with Zeke's has been unstoppable. Amari Cooper and Dak, that connection, really just fitting in like we saw on Thanksgiving. Um, Tyler, anything you want to add? Um, Saints by 30. Saints by 30, that's your prediction? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely going to be a shootout. Uh, it might not be a show or shutout, um, just depending on what Dak shows up. I feel like if Dak really gets in his zone, like same with Zeke, if he's in his zone, I feel like it could be a t- closer game. But... I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say like a 35-14 game, the Saints. I'm going to go with the underdogs here with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to beat the Saints 21-14. Okay, bold prediction. Uh, Next up, Bears and Giants. I feel Bears are going to take this one. Uh, Even with Chase Daniels uh, starting, it did get announced. Saw multiple articles about it. Trubisky is back in practice. He just – what was I going to say? They don't want to start him if he's still not fully 100%. They want to make sure he's good for playoffs because the Packers, they literally have to win out, and I believe the Vikings would have to do the same if they want to win the playoffs, and that would lead to the Bears having to lose like two or three. And I don't see the Bears losing two or three games in the final stretch. Yeah, with the Bears playing the Giants, I mean, the Giants haven't looked the best all year, and the Bears' defense is still the best. So I feel like the Giants are really going to have a hard time trying to score. And uh, the, the Bears have the Rams next week, so I think it's a smart move playing Chase Daniel instead of Trubisky, let him heal up. Yeah, for sure. I feel if the Bear, Bears, I feel like they could actually stop the Rams unlike almost anybody else this year. Just because their defense, number one rank in fantasy, number one rank, I I would have to say, in general, in uh, football, at least top three. And I don't know. I feel if they could shut down Jared Goff next week, they are looking at, like, Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl potential or potential there. Yeah, I mean, that, um, the Bears defense really just got to try to lock down Todd Gurley out of the backfield, catching and rushing. I feel like the Bears defense, their front at least, can with Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks. Um, another thing, uh, f- touch on the Giants a little bit more. Uh, do you guys know if they won? La- no, they lost last week, right? Uh, I'll look it up. But I feel like the Giants really aren't going to do much against the Bears just because the defense is good once again. I feel like Saquon, he's probably going to have a good, um, good week just because – there's not really anyone else who's going to do anything on that offense. Maybe Odell, but Eli Manning's not the most reliable guy. 
Yeah, with Saquon coming into the league, he's really the Giants' number one playmaker. And then Odell, like, he hasn't really been, like, Odell in the past, as we know. It's just been, like, Saquon. He's really taken over that offense. Um. Yeah, last week the Giants lost to the Eagles 22. One second. Yeah, 22 to 25. They lost by a field goal. I believe that happened in the fourth quarter, too. So close game, divisional game, but still. I If the Giants can't be the Eagles who haven't even looked like good, the good Eagles that we saw last year, I don't see them beating the Bears. Up next, Cardinals and Packers. I feel like Packers are probably going to take this one because the heat that's under Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. As Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to miss the playoffs. I think he's only done it a few times in his careers and career. And plus, I feel like those years that he's missed the playoffs, he's been injured the majority of the year. Yeah, I feel like the Packers will also beat the Cardinals because, like, the Cardinals – I mean, Josh Rosen is their quarterback because they're a young rookie. They're not a lot of playmakers besides David Johnson. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald has had some, you know, touchdown last week. I think that was his only catch. So he's getting older at times. He's getting slower. He's just getting locked up. Uh, right. But Christian Kirk, he has been a great asset, that, the young rookie. I feel th- the only way that the Cardinals are going to upset here is if they use David Johnson more. They have not been using David Johnson the way that they should be using him. He should be used run game and pass game that like a couple years ago before yeah, it was two years ago, because last year he had an injury. Um when he really was the good David Johnson, he was used in the short game passes and in the run game incredibly and they just really haven't been using him like that, which I don't know. As a coach, you should be using your all-star running back more than they are. Yeah, I think another thing they could beat the Packers with, um, the Packers passing game, really. I mean, it's struggled at some times, and Rodgers struggled, but it's also been like they've been consistent. So I think Patrick Peterson, if he can lock down Devontae Adams, I mean, I think they have a, a pretty good shot to beat the Packers. So Aaron Jones, yeah, he's he's still been showing uh, like he's been very productive in that run game. So I really don't think it's going to slow down. Yeah, 17, 17 carries, seventy two yards, and a touchdown last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, and that was against the Vikings defense, whose defense is pretty. I feel like their defense is okay, but they're like mediocre at best. Um, uh, probably like a top 15 defense. So Cardinals, I feel like he could put up more numbers. Um, and then my score, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a 28-10 to 10 game for the Packers. I'm going to have to agree with you on the Packers winning, uh, but I think it's going to be a little, like, not close to the game. So I think the Packers win 35-3. 35-3. Uh, Tyler, your prediction? Um, I think it's going to be Cardinals winning this one. Cardinals winning it? Yeah. Uh, by how much? Let's, let me check my notes here. Um, by three points. Three points? Yeah. Okay. Bold prediction. I feel like, yeah, if Cardinals can actually withstand until the fourth quarter, keeping it close, I could see the Packers blowing that. Um... 
Then up next, Colton Jags. Um, Jags really not looking good. And I saw this stat on uh, Twitter the other day that the NFL tweeted out, and it said Andrew Luck has a touchdown or a touchdown more than Patrick Mahomes and, like, almost 100 more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes. And he's still not talked about, which I've, that's just incredible to me. Oh, no, it was Drew Brees. Sorry. He's talked less than Drew Brees, which I don't know. I feel like next year the Colts, they're going to find a way – feel like they need to improve their offensive line and potentially their defense, and they're going to be a top threat in the next couple of years. But I do see the Colts taking the game 14-7. Uh, to seven. Yeah, the Colts do have a lot of offensive weapons. You know, Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack, T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, they've, all just been, they've been used in the offense, scoring a lot of points. Their defense could use a little bit of work. But, yeah, definitely in the next year or two, I can see him being a top threat in the AFC. And then for the Jags, Leonard Fournette is suspended this week. I believe Marlon Mack suffered an injury last week, too. And I think it's only week to week. But I think they're out of the playoffs at this point. Um, they could be They could be in the wild card, I think. Yeah, I think the Colts, if they, they could definitely win out. I feel like they could make a top, not a top, but like a low seed in the wild card. Uh, you want to talk on your Jaguars? Well, Blake Bortles being benched and Cody Kessler coming out is definitely gonna—it's gonna be a different game than the one we've been seeing, hopefully. And Nathaniel Hackett being fired, maybe we'll see some different plays, play calling. This entire team has just been a giant disappointment this year. That's Nothing like that. Okay. Uh, what's your predicted score? Um, I think the Colts are gonna blow them out. Blow them out. Even with like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. No. Okay. Jalen Ramsey's probably gonna get burnt for two touchdowns. I, I I mean Ty has been on his game recently, so I can see that because he'll probably be on Ty. Uh, yeah. The other Colts wide receivers aren't there, but Eric Ebron's still big target that they need to cover. Uh, Ron, you want to predict? Um, I think the Colts beat the Jags uh, 42-21. 42-21, okay. Um, What's your prediction? I said 14-7. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a lower scoring game. Um, And then up up next, Browns and Texans game. I feel like you got to hand this one to Texans. They're still on their win streak. Um, Deshaun Watson, incredible game last week. Lamar Miller had the – he tied with the first uh, longest run on Monday Night Football uh, with a 97-yard run, I believe, started the second half he did it or second quarter, somewhere around there. And I feel like now that Lamar Miller's shown up, he had 150 rushing yards plus and I believe two touchdowns. Deshaun Watson ran one in, I believe. He threw – like two, I believe. I feel like Texans, they're going to be that threat that in the wild, or not the wild card, in the playoffs that are going to do something even with the teams that are in the playoffs, such as the Saints, or Saints Rams, and um, the Chiefs. Yeah, the Texans being on that huge win streak that they are. Uh, Coach Bill O'Brien has said that he's going to try to use Demarius Thomas a little bit more on the offense. And so he, Demarius Thomas, had. 
I think I believe two touchdowns. It was two touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's just one of those big targets because I mean, get the double cover DeAndre Hopkins if they go man to man. That leaves Demarius Thomas like one on one down the middle, and yeah, I think that offense is just a high scoring team. Yeah, ever since Demarius Thomas, they've really been spreading the ball more. Uh, they really haven't been throwing the ball as much to DeAndre Hopkins. They've still been utilizing him, but not as much as a fantasy owner would like to see or even a Texans fan would like to see. Uh, I mean, if they're getting the points, you wouldn't really care as a Texans fan. Um, and then up next, or sorry, predict the scores first. I feel like it's going to be one of those blow games. Uh, I'm going to say 42-13 to 13, uh, Texans. I don't think the Texans will blow out the Browns because the Browns have shown that they can put up points on the board. Like, they beat Atlanta. They put up 35 points on Atlanta. I mean, they don't have that good defense, but, hey, still 35 points. So, I think the, yeah. I think the Texans will win, though. Um, I think it's going to be 28-21, Texans. Well, I think it's going to be 7 nothing Texans. 7 nothing. <laughs> okay. That's a bold prediction. Uh, <laughs> up next. Panthers and Bucks game. I feel like it's going to be a shootout game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey came out tremendous game last week. Same with the Bucks. Jameis Winston was used quite a lot. Uh, I believe he had 22 fantasy points in um, ESPN leagues, and then Christian McCaffrey had like 46 in PPR leagues, which that's incredible. What do you have? Three total touchdowns? Uh, he had two total touchdowns. Okay. One in the air, one on the ground. And then he had like 150 rushing yards uh, and the, receiving uh, yards. I think it was like 100 receiving yards and 125 rushing yards. Okay, so 225 total yards. That's yeah. insane game out of him. And I don't, I really don't see him slowing down uh, going into the playoffs. I feel like that's, that's another team that's going to look scary, um, especially if they spread the ball. Uh, Devin Funches hasn't – I don't think he hasn't reported back yet. He's questionable still to come back and play Sunday. Um, but I I feel like the Panthers are probably going to take that one. Yeah, the Panthers – I mean, their offense has been good. Devin Funches, like, yeah, he said he's questionable to come back. But Curtis Samuel stepped up, stepped up as a receiver. He's a rookie. I feel like he's been dominant, like, what he's been able like, to do and how they've used him. He's looked really good, like – He's like a pro. And, uh, yeah, the Bucks they do have one of the best offenses. Not one of the best. I would say passing teams. Yeah, one of the best passing offenses. They can't run the ball and they can't play defense. Yeah, but they uh, still, like, yards per game, they put up, like, at least 400 yards per game. That's insane to me. That's just good stats. But, uh, yeah, I think the Panthers will beat the Bucks. And that's even with Ryan Fitzpatrick or – uh, James Winston. That's the thing. They have two great quarterbacks. It's happened multiple times throughout the year. One of the quarterbacks doesn't do good first half. They train him out. Other quarterback comes in and throws three touchdowns and wins the game for them. I think that's the hard part about playing the Bucks because if you do shut down like James Winston first half, all of a sudden Ryan Fitzpatrick second half, and he can just explode, or you might shut him down. It's just hard to prepare for both quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I feel like next year they're either gonna. I feel like they're either gonna trade away James Winston um, or Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't. I don't know. I don't know which quarterback I would rather have. Probably Ryan Fitzpatrick, just because he's been in the league, league longer and he started the year. He was looking like the number one. He was the number one quarterback 
in the league for the first like four weeks or so. And then Jameis Winston came back. He showed what he can do too. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm going to say this game though, 45 to 38 uh, Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on the Panthers winning. Uh, I think it's going to be 42 to say 35. 35. Tyler? I'm saying 24 to 21 Panthers. Panthers, okay. Up next, a uh, little bit untalked about game, uh, Bills and Dolphins. I feel like that game, I don't know. Could really go either way. Bills, I mean, they're pretty awful again this year. And I mean, Dolphins, they started the year pretty okay. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be a low scoring game without a doubt. I've probably like a 10 to 7 game to the Dolphins. Yeah, for the Bills, I mean, if you thought Josh Allen was going to be that guy that comes in and just starts tearing up defenses, uh, I don't think that's the case. I think he's, he's the long term deal. Like he's, they're gonna try to keep developing him and like just get weapons around him on offense and then playmakers on defense. Uh, the Bills in the next like five years, I can see them being like yeah, a wild card potentially team. good. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna get rid of uh, Shady's probably gonna retire too soon too. Uh, this next draft, I see them probably picking up a running back first round just to replace him mm-hmm. or or a wide receiver. Yeah, I think Shady's time is done in Buffalo. I think they need to look for a younger option for Josh Allen. Um, and then up next, or actually your guys' predictions. Um, I think the Dolphins win this game 21 to nothing. 21 nothing. I'm thinking really bold score here, but 2 nothing Dolphins. <laughs> 2 nothing. It's really bold score. Wow. Uh, I... That'd be an interesting game to see. Um, Broncos and Bengals up next. I feel Broncos are probably going to take that one just because they've been looking better and better each week. Yeah, the Broncos, um, the past two weeks, they've beat two of the top teams in the AFC. Chargers beat them on a the last second field goal. And then uh, when we beat the Beat the Steelers, uh, Big Ben trying to make a last-second play at the goal line. Shelby Harris just intercepted it, won us the game. So I feel like the Broncos, uh, they're looking like a team that could potentially make a small run, not like a deep run in the playoffs. Potentially, if they went out, they could make be a playoff contending team. Yeah, that def- or that division, sorry, the AFC West, really, that's a tough division to be, on, be in with the Chiefs 9-2, Chargers 8-3, and, and Broncos 5-6, and six, and uh, Raiders all the way down there. Um, yeah, I I think Broncos, like I said, would take that one 24-14 to 14 game. I think the Broncos will win because Andy Dalton is on IR, so Jeff Drixel will be taking over. You know, he didn't look too bad in the Cleveland game, but yeah, I feel like he's going to have a hard time against that Denver's defense. So I think the Broncos win 28-10. Um, I'm picking Broncos. 24 nothing. 24 nothing? Okay. Um, up next. What is this? Is the uh, Ravens Falcons game? Okay. Um, I feel like the, the Falcons will win this game. 
because, uh, I mean, they're still just a high-scoring team on offense. Their defense isn't the best this year, but that offense can really score the ball. And the Ravens, uh, they're not good, but they're not terrible. They're, they're an okay team with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Is he playing again? I believe he is starting. I don't think Flacco's back yet. Okay. Um, Falcons, yeah, like you touched on, their defense suffered so many injuries this year. And a couple episodes ago, I even said, I feel like their receiving core is a top receiving core in the league just because Calvin Ridley hasn't been used as much anymore. Uh, Julio's finally getting touched on receptions. Muhammad Sanu's one of those guys who could just split the field. And then Ethan Austin Hooper, too, he's been showing a lot of um, game and receptions and targets over the past couple weeks with uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, um... I'm going to take the upset here. I think the Ravens will beat the Falcons, but I think it's going to be like a really close game. I'm predicting 21-24 Ravens. Um, yeah, I could see that happening just because if the Ravens can keep up um, and follow up with touchdowns same with the Falcons, and if their defense shows up, I feel their offense is going to – keep up, and then it'll lead to close last-second field goal um, with, I'm going to say Atlanta winning the uh, same score as you did. And then Tyler? I think Ravens are winning this one by 30. 30? It's a bold prediction, but I like it. Rams and Lions. Um, not much to touch on about the Lions other than their, their season's over. I um, feel like this Rams game is really just going to kick it in even harder. Yeah, for the Lions this year, I feel like they've had, like, two different teams. Like, they have a team that, like, shows up, and they're, like, they're really good when they show up. In other games, like, they just don't show up, and they're just inconsistent. That's I think that's what their problem is. And I feel like the Rams, they're just a tough team to beat on offense. I feel like the Lions just can't keep up with them. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say a blow game, forty-two to ten. Yeah, that. I'm saying the Rams. Yeah, they'll win by another blow. But I think it's be thirty-five nothing. I think Rams are gonna win forty-seven nothing. Forty-seven nothing. Okay. Um, up next, Chief Raiders, another divisional game. I feel like going to be a blowout by the Chiefs again, just that top team in the league. Um, Patrick Holmes should be there. Tyreek Hill is going to show up any week. Kareem Hunt's going to be there any week. Raiders, who are their superstars? They've traded away every single one this year. Yeah, I think the Raiders, they're really going into rebuild mode. So I yeah. feel like they have, I mean, they have three first-round draft picks. And, yeah, the Chiefs, their offense, they're not the best defense, but their offense can just put up points where teams can't keep up putting up those that many points in a game. Yeah, like the Rams and Chiefs game. I feel Chiefs should have won that game if Bashman Holmes didn't have a couple interceptions. Yeah, like, again, the Rams will put up points just continuously just like the Chiefs did. That was just an offensive shootout game. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say another blowout game, 45 to uh, – I'm going to say three. I'm going to have to agree with you, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Chiefs will win, but I think it's going to be a little closer, 35 to 17. 
I'm picking Chiefs 24 to 20. Closer game? Okay. Um, I think the Raiders really need a win right now for, you know, just playing for pride. I think the Chiefs are getting a little uncomfy up there at the top. I feel like they could just throw the game to the, like, because their other two first rounders, they got, they, they're not going to be high draft picks, and they really need their draft pick to be top three pick to even have a good rebuild season coming up. Um, up next, Jets and Titans. Uh, Titans, I feel like, are going to take that one. Uh, Corey Davis coming off an amazing game against the Texans. He had one. Uh, his touchdown was incredible. Uh, Marcus Mariota really placed the ball in a great spot. Uh, caught it wide open, split two defenders, touchdown for him. Uh, Marcus Mariota could just keep up and place the ball where Corey Davis needs the ball. It's going to be an unstoppable game for that duo. Yeah, uh, Marcus Mariota coming off of an amazing game. He had like over 300 yards, two touchdowns, didn't really have no interceptions, rarely in a completion. But I feel like they're not a team that can go put up like 40 points a game. Like when they played the Texans, Texans put up a lot of points. And I feel like the Titans just couldn't keep up with that on offense. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be 28 to 14 game. Um, I'm thinking 21-14 Jets. Jets, okay. Uh, Tyler? I'm thinking 30-24 Jets. 30-24 Jets. Uh, up next, Vikings and Pats. Uh, I, I see the Pats taking this one um, just because Patriots are looking pretty good. They had a bye week last. No, they didn't. Have, they had a bye week two weeks ago, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I feel... Vikings are just, I shouldn't say demoralized, but Vikings aren't going to be that one of those top teams that are going to make it in the wild card. If they make it to the wild card, it's going to be, I don't even see them making the wild card because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is really going to want to make the playoffs and he's going to do anything that he can to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, for the Patriots, uh, Gronk is back. Now he's back last week. He had a touchdown. I feel like that team, they're really uh, getting it into gear again. They're clicking again. And for the Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, big games. I don't feel like he shows up like Kirk Cousins. I feel like he gets a little overwhelmed in like big games that they need to win. So I, I don't feel like he's going to show up this week. <coughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the Patriots win this game. 28-14, uh, to 14, though. It's going to be a low scoring, okay. tough matchup. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to say the same score as you. Tyler, what's your prediction? I think the Patriots coming out this one with the dub. Patriots, okay. Uh, moving on to the 49ers-Seahawks game. Uh, 49ers, they really struggled this year. Jimmy Garoppolo going down. Nick Mullins, he's stepped up. He's just a good replacement. Nothing, not like a franchise quarterback to go somewhere next year. Seahawks coming off a big win against the Panthers last week. So I feel like the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's been outstanding. Doug Baldwin is getting back in the offense. I think the Seahawks will win this game. Yeah, same with you. Uh, I'm same with you on that boat. Uh, 21-14 game, Seahawks on that one. Yeah, I'm going um, 28-7. 28-7? I think 49ers got this one. 49ers? Yeah, I think they're going to win it. 
Ten to three. Ten to three. Okay, up next, Chargers and Steelers, Sunday night game. Um, I feel like um, I feel like Steelers. This is their week to prove what they can do. Um, James Conner needs to really show what he can do. He's really not been doing anything in that offense the past two weeks. He fumbled last week in the red zone, which you don't like to see that. Um, but Juju and Antonio Brown have been there to like help carry that offense. Same with Big Ben. Chargers, they're they're unstoppable. Uh, top wild card uh, team. Um, I'm gonna say Steelers are probably. T- I want the Steelers to take this one, uh, 28 to 24. Um, up next, uh, the Redskins and Eagles game. I feel divisional game can't. This this game is really gonna show who's gonna make it into the playoffs of the top seed of that division. Um, Eagles, if they continue running the ball with. Uh, Josh Allen or Josh, Josh Adams, Adams, right? Yeah, they continue running the ball with them. I feel like they could get get this done, get the win, and win out the rest of the season for um, making the playoffs, being that number one team in that division. Yeah, for the Redskins, um, like I said uh, last episode, the loss of Alex Smith on his leg that's really going to hurt him. Uh, you saw it with the when they put the Cowboys, the Cowboys just kind of just went off on on offense. I mean, the Redskins' defense is still a good defense. I think they're allowing, I think, like 98 rushing yards per game, give or take a few yards. But, yeah, I think the Eagles will win just because of the fact that the Redskins can't move the ball on offense with Colt McCoy or like they used to. Yeah, I feel like we're going to see a lot of usage of Adrian Peterson, potentially Chris Thompson, not as much Chris Thompson, but still see a glimpse of him. Um, and... Yeah, I, I'm going to have to say it's the Eagles, like I said before. Uh, probably like a 28-14 score. Yeah, um, like you said, with Chris Thompson not really running the ball. I think AP is going to take the workload on the rushes, but I think uh, Chris Thompson will come in for like the passing downs. Um, I think the Eagles will win 28-7. 20-7, okay. Uh, it'd be interesting to see the Eagles win because – it's sad to see the Super Bowl champions do not the greatest this year. I, I would really like to see them potentially make a run for a playoffs because just, I don't know, just in general, their team hasn't been looking good. Like, um, they really haven't been passing the ball good enough. I, and it's not really Carson Wentz's fault. I, I don't know what's going wrong. I, like, Zach Ertz, he should be that number one. Jeffrey should really – like get more receptions than he has been. He hasn't been doing Elshon things in the red zone or just on the field in general. But that you could factor in the fact that Golden Tate's in the offense now in the system. And it's just not looking as, I should say productive, but the productiveness on the pass game hasn't been there. Past two weeks they've relied on their running game. Even with uh, JHI out, I mean, I don't know. But uh, new segment we're adding, uh, Stardom and Sidham to um, the podcast. Some people uh, to start. Number, uh, an obvious uh, start coming off a great week. Corey Davis should make that start list uh, if you have him. 
even if he's on the waiver wire in like a 10 man league, if he's on the waiver wire, I would start him uh, at like a flex play. Uh, also, another for a bench, I feel like Tom Brady against, he hasn't been showing his true, like Tom Brady, his goat. Like, he's not the goat this year. Um, even against the Minnesota, I feel like their pass defense is okay. It's not as good as their run defense. Uh, but I still see him not being like a top 15 quarterback this week. Um, For a wild card at the start, he could do good or bad. I feel like John Ross, because he's caught a touchdown pass in the past three games he's played. So I feel like he could be an option at your flex to start. Yeah, I'm also going to say Tyler Boyd, he's still uh, a start, but I feel like you're going to limit him down to a flex play just because the absence of Andy Dolan, the red rifle there, I feel like most of his success is mainly off of um, passing down the field. Um, so with I don't see him uh, coming in, getting lots of points this week. And also, I feel like uh, Joe Mixon couldn't be a bench this week just because he's playing Denver. I mean, their run defense is pretty good. Like, when they played Melvin Gordon, he had – Melvin Gordon, I think, he had, like, 11 carries for, like, 54 yards. Didn't, couldn't really get anything running. Denver just shut, does shut down the run game, too. Yeah, also, um, like, a big bench, in my opinion, Elshon Jeffrey. You might have drafted him later in the league – or later in the draft – but, like, for this end game production. And right now he really hasn't been shown, like like I said before when we were talking about the Eagles game, he's not been doing good. He hasn't had a touchdown in the past three or four games, I think. He started off strong coming off his shoulder injury, but are you really going to trust him, especially if you have a guy that, like, every single team is playing this week? Austin Eckler, if you have him on your team, or if he's on the waiver wire, Melvin Gordon just went down. Uh, is he out for – I think he's out for season, right? I don't think he's out for, I think he's out for a couple weeks, though. Okay. So he, that's the automatic start to Austin Eckler. I would rather start him any day over uh, Elshon Jeffrey. Um, uh, another start this week could be Doug Baldwin going against the 49ers defense. Uh, I feel like the past couple weeks he's really getting back into the Doug Baldwin. I know early in the season he had some injuries, didn't really get a lot of receptions or looks. But I think now he's – Russell Wilson's really looking at him for a big target down the field. Uh, another, like, I want to say lottery, but another pretty risky play, uh, Naheem Himes, uh, if Marlon Mack is not playing on Sunday. I feel like Naheem Himes, he's going to be used in the past game as he still is, even with Marlon Mack, but he's going to be a lot more production. He's going to be on the field more. So if you're really looking for someone on that flex play option, or even like low, low, low tier RB two, that's that could be your guy. Um, Another person, uh, Tariq Cohen, and if you're in a PPR league, he might be a better flex position. But in standard leagues, um, I don't know if I'd start Tariq Cohen in standard leagues. Definitely PPR though. Having Tariq Cohen or Jordan Howard is a risky play this year, just because they're both used a decent amount. Uh, we've seen more Tariq Cohen than Jordan Howard, especially like Ron said in the. PPR format, you're going to have a lot better options there um, because he gets passing and receiving yards more than uh, run game just because 
he's a faster back. I've, they've thrown him in the slot a few times this year uh, just to send him on like a flat route or something like that. And even on the backfield, he's doing that. And with Chase Daniel starting, I feel like that's the guy you sh- you would trust over Jordan Howard. Even against the Giants, I feel like the Bears are going to go up quick, and they might not run in the or they might not pass as much. But with Chase Daniel starting, I feel like it could be a close game. You don't know. It's he hasn't played many much games in the NFL, so I mean. It's a risky start. I shouldn't say a risky start, but it's a start that you could be questioning going into Sunday. Yeah, sticking with the Bears, um, another start, Taylor Gabriel. He's had some great weeks. He's had some average weeks, but I think this week against the Giants, I feel like this is his big week that he can make something happen. He does get some jet sweeps with Anthony Miller. So I think, but I think Taylor Gabriel with the speed he offers the Bears is a pretty good start. So he gets a flex. Yeah, yeah, that's – I, I was going to say that too. Um, any other quarterbacks or anyone? Uh, Big Ben this week going against the Chargers. That's a tough team, especially in defense with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram rushing. I feel like he's still a start, though, just because he has Juju, James Conner, Antonio Brown. I think that's a good start. I feel like if I had Big Ben and I had James Winston, I'm starting James Winston over Big Ben. Uh, just because I would rather have someone who I know is going to pass the ball as much as possible, like James Winston, because their team, yeah, Payne Barber, I think he had a touchdown just under 50 rushing yards last week, but he's not used as much as a fantasy owner would like him to be used. But James Winston is that guy that's going to throw the ball almost every down, where Big Ben, he's got multiple targets. Um He's got targets in wide receiver for wide receivers, and he's got James Conner who can run the ball. He hasn't been showing the great production recently, but I feel like this is his turnaround year or turnaround uh, game. Especially, he could be fighting for his job next year because Le'Veon Bell, I believe, still has to be on the Steelers next year. So he needs to show something before he goes into the off season uh, if they don't make the playoffs. Um, so this could be James Conner's turnaround uh, week. Yeah, for uh, like a wide receiver number two, maybe flex player, uh, look at Curtis Samuel from the Carolina Panthers, the rookie receiver. Um, the past couple weeks he's been pretty productive, I would say, uh, in, the passing, in the passing game and the rushing game. So I feel like it's, he's a good start at flex going against the Buccaneers. Don't have that good of a defense. And if Devin Funches doesn't play, well, that's just more targets that can go to him. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, if there's, if you guys want to see any more, um, I should, more segments or you have more segment ideas for us, please let us know on our Twitter, which is pigskin and laces or NL on Twitter. Uh, it'll be linked or I, I'll put the at in the description of the podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening to week uh, 13, uh, episode three of our podcast. Uh, Make sure to share it, uh, follow us on Twitter, like I said before, and have a wonderful day. One thing I forgot to add, uh, our podcast is now available on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. If you would like to find the podcast on any of those uh, apps or 
websites, you can just look up pigskin and laces. You can find it right there. Thank you for supporting once again.